Welcome to We Should Have Outgrown It, Season 2. Episode number 15 was for Orion Carlos. <laughs> and do we have to say that we are cursed? Anytime I ever want someone to win at boxing, they lose. <laughs> I'm so angry. I, so mad. I talked all this junk to my uncle, talking about how Canelo's the best boxer of all time. <laughs> it's going to be at the time he's done, he'll be the best boxer. And then for him to get trounced like that, to keep punching the arm when the body was over. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's obviously a fucking American. I'm sorry, Cust. I didn't want to do that. But, Carlos, I'm, I started off fast and loud. <laughs> and I apologize. <laughs> so, as you know, there was a few fights last weekend. Um, nothing really crazy on the undercards. I don't think I even watched any of the undercards for no. the for the boxing one, um, I didn't even get a chance to watch the highlights for the UFC. Rory said they was uh, not up to par to yeah. what they usually should have been. Um, but speaking on what Rory was talking about, it was the Canelo versus Bivol fight. And it went the distance, but it didn't feel like a good fight to me. Nah. Um, it, it was a little underwhelming. Pretty much on both sides, uh, but the champion did what the champion was supposed to do, um, and he's just very fortunate that Canelo didn't get a few more rounds because it really felt like the judges were on Canelo's side. Um, yeah, oh yeah, especially when you see the last <clears throat> the last uh, number. Everybody was in agreement that. He lost. It wasn't a split decision. It was unanimous. Uh, but it was only, I think it was like 115, 113. So yeah. they had it super close. Yep, yep, yep. And um, I didn't have it anywhere close to that when I when I um, was kind of judging round by round. Um, I think it was more like 117, 111, right? Yeah, I think they gave him five rounds to seven. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they was, uh, it, it feels feels like what Rory was saying before. It feels like the judges were trying to give it to Canelo, but they, they was just like, yo, we just need you to do a little bit more in these rounds and we could get you this win. Um, right. But unfortunately, <clears throat> Bevel took care of his business and he just never got that chance. So basically to talk you through the fight, the first five rounds, I do believe I had Canelo winning 3-2. Um, some people could say it's the other way around. Uh, I want to be mad about that. I just thought that he was more aggressive in the first five rounds than Bevel was. See, I agree there because one thing he was, and I he may have like, and here's why the judges like could have thought otherwise. I think they gave the first four rounds all to Canelo mm. on the judges' card, which I could see honestly as not that bad. I grant, I think it was the, either the second or the third round that I was pretty sure was Bevel's round that like I thought, but hey, like I don't, I'm not a judge. So <laughs> um. But what I was going to say, like, is that uh, Canelo came out really hard. He mm -hmm. came out strong and was definitely pushing the fight. Yeah. So with that being, like, how it happened, I get why they given him, like, yeah. uh, like Canelo's first couple of rounds. But then when Bevel would hit, it would hit hard. And this is what I was telling you. We were just watching the highlights. And the thing about it was you'd be Canelo pressing the fight for those first couple rounds for the first, like, two minutes. And then... Bevel would just come in with 30 seconds mm. worth of just fury to just hit him with like four good shots, yeah. a couple, but 
Yeah. And then it literally every round it happened like that, those first few rounds, except for the third one where he got a couple of those in. And that's where I was saying, like, I think they were doing okay there. I think the judges, but then you can also say they were padding just in case there was like an eye poke, then whoever won the most rounds at that point. Yeah. Was. But um, um, I heard that from Teddy Alice. That part, because <laughs> if you said that, uh, but um, Canelo, it, it just seemed like he ran out of gas. He seemed like he wasn't really ready for that weight, and it seemed like he wasn't really. He thought his power would do more, and I think he yeah. thought that that arm punching thing that he uses would work better than it did. And I think he really heavily relied on that. And that's just one of the reasons I think when, like we were talking, we'll talk about this later on. But continue. So after the first four or five rounds, so after the four fifth. After the fifth round, like I said, I had it 3-2. Um, and then after that, I just don't think he was – he was aggressive, but he wasn't connecting on pretty much anything the rest of that fight. Um, he would get an uppercut every now and again, I think, up until the eighth round. But so from the fifth – the sixth round to the eighth round, I think it was more – of the Bivol show because he was just standing back, jabbing them. And then, like you said, once, once it got a little bit further in the round, I don't know if he was trying to get him, get him a little gassed in that round before attacking, but I, it could be a smart move because it could be winning him that round as well. He would come in do like six combos and then bounce back out and start doing jabs again. He would do that, do that, and then maybe he'll get another combo in before the round in from six to eight. Um, so I think that really helped him win those rounds uh, because when he was doing it, Canelo was doing how he did in early in his career where he was just taking the shots. Yeah. Um, and he usually gets away with that in the lower weights because he has the power where he'll just take them and then he'll keep coming and then he'll start swinging on them. And then yeah. that's when their hands start to come down. But I just feel like this weight class is too heavy for him to think that away. Um, I think he needed to think more strategically than what he did because I don't think his power translated as much as he thought it would. Um, yeah. Especially, especially considering I think this bevel, no disrespect to him, but I think he's the lower end of the champions in this weight class. Um, so he maybe thought he could get away with it. Like just, yeah. just starting out right at the bottom of the, the weight class. Um, yeah. As far as champions go, he, he's obviously way better than a lot of the fighters that are in that class. But I'm talking about the champions in that class alone. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, that the six to eighth, it just, it just didn't look great. Um, and then, after that, it was basically looking Canelo like gassed. Canelo gassed. Like it, he didn't even look anywhere close to the same person that he usually is. Yeah, but no, I agree with that. <clears throat> here's how I, I was looking basically the same way. It looked like Canelo almost like would he. This feels bad, but he almost like he got like like I don't want to say lazy. I don't know how to explain this. Like he didn't have the heart because he's already rich. He's already got everything. He's mm -hmm. kind of the champ in a lot of things. He just didn't have that like. That young up and comer trying to make it to the belt grit that he needed. Yeah, because he felt like he, I felt like he felt he got a little bit overwhelmed. It wasn't willing to work past that overwhelmness. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And you can see it frustrated with that, like picking him up with the shoulder <laughs> blast or whatever. So yeah. You can see how frustrated that was in the eleventh round. But yeah. like, you can literally see that he had like didn't really have a second game plan. They didn't really have a B or C. They've been using the same strategy. It's been working. Why switch it? You know? Yeah. 
and it was probably the worst idea ever. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't great. It wasn't. So when I seen it, I was just like, "This is, this is just weird." Yeah. Because you would think, especially going up this way, you would think they would have a backup plan to what their game plan was. Right. Because all this is pretty much. And this is how I think uh, the judges go for the aggressive fighters. So when they judge, like usually it pans towards the aggressive fighters. Yeah. So if they win enough rounds, usually the aggressive fighter wins it. Um, unless you're like, he pretty much uh, Mayweathered him. Because yeah. Mayweather, the reason why he wins so many times, it's not because he overwhelms people. It's because he's so great at defense. And then he he, he keeps people away with his quick, quick jabs and stuff. Um, and... That keeps him when he goes to the decision. It gives him no choice but to give it to Mayweather because yeah. it's like they did nothing. They did no significant damage, uh, similar to how this Canelo fight. I I don't think there was anywhere close to significant damage. Um, there was obviously a red mark where he was hitting his shoulder, uh, and that's just because Canelo is just strong. Like yeah. he's a strong person, but um, I don't think I think uh, Bevel could have went like the old days, fifteen rounds, and been okay. I don't know. He looked pretty tired. I think he was gassing because he didn't mm. look like he had that. Because I think if he had that finishing mentality, like or had it, I don't know. I'm getting too much Hollywood. What am I saying? If he would have been able to have a little more gas, he would have finished Canelo. Mm. Not to say that Canelo doesn't have a chin or anything, but like you saw, like he get, he got wobbled by a jab in one of those. Yeah. And like, he, I don't, I don't, like if he would have hit him with like a straight right after that, there's no way he doesn't. But he was it was tired. Back it was uh, it's kind of like one of the things where, um, <clears throat> you can be not the strongest striker but if you get hit enough so you're, you're most likely going to go down yeah um if you're just going to take hits like yeah, i don't those. even think it was i don't even think that bevel's not a strong hitter he's definitely not like Kovalev yeah, yeah. or maybe not triple g but he's not yeah necessarily weak and this is and so now that we've done talk about the dang dumb fight where it should have been a bevel should have won maybe it should i think if the best you could have given him was four but I would have said it should have been three yeah. to nine or whatever. Yeah, and I agree. I would have done that fight for sure. Um, and just because Canelo's Canelo is the only reason he's really getting three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, because he, he could have easily, like I said, if you thought that it was three two the other way, I completely understand. I just think Bevel's game plan was a lot better than Canelo. Yeah. And there was no rearranging. Like he gave him no choice but to keep doing what he was doing. Yeah. Canelo just was like doing the same thing. So Bevel obviously was going to continue with his because yeah. it was successful. And I think another thing that might have been a thing is that Canelo was worried about dropping down because of his power. Maybe that's why he maybe wasn't going to the body. Or maybe it was just not in the game plan. But this is what I think. I think it wasn't in the game plan, so they didn't do it. Yeah. So I'm going to go into why I think Canelo wins the next fight pretty good. So to say the least, at the end of the fight, Canelo said because in their contract, they said if whoever loses, they could enforce a rematch. And Canelo said he does want a rematch. I think that puts on hold the Triple G fight, yep. um, which is a little little it's upsetting. Yeah, especially because he's just getting older now. Um, and and what is that going to be like six months away for that rematch? And just then you got to. I guess so. I imagine they would do another six months, but I could see Canelo thinking he could turn around in like yeah. three months and try to take him out before the year's up. But no. that puts a lot of boxing years on Triple G. Well, not years, but time for Triple G. And he, he did look the greatest when I seen him last. So I, it just he sucks strong, for him. Though, I'll be honest. Yeah. He didn't look fast. He looked strong. Yeah. Uh, 
But what I'll say is Canelo gets more time with his weight, right? Mm. That's what I like. I like that he'll have more time to get acclimated, more time to be a little have a little bit more cardio, mm. which is just a little bit scarier. He's also gonna probably get a little bit stronger at this weight, unless that fluff will become more muscle. Yeah. Which will be nice. Um and then he'll also become like bring fluff back up better because it'll be muscle and he'll have that. So he'll have to cut a little bit by the time he gets in the ring. Bevel's only 185 in the ring, or what, like he said, or 190 in the ring or something at the most. So I think with that being said, he can match weight, be a little bit stronger. And Canelo seems to like take, like really take from the people he fights. He's one of those dudes where he's like, all right, he's really a thing where like when you lose, you learn. He's that guy. And um, I think that's the case he'll hear with him here. He'll be able to learn a little bit. Maybe counter the jab with something yeah. a little bit faster. Well, he's only – so this is his second loss. Yeah. I mean, you could say third technically. If, yeah, if he you, should have lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It shouldn't have been a tie. But uh, it is his second loss, so we'll see what he comes back with with this. Um, I am on the opposite end of Rory. I do not believe that the second fight is going to change $5? much. <laughs> uh, because I was actually wary about this fight too. I gave it to Canelo because I thought he would be conditioned enough. I thought that that surprised me more than anything was his conditioning. I didn't think it was going to be that bad. I knew going up weight was going to be difficult, but I didn't think he was going to be gassed by the seventh round. So that was alarming to me. Um, and then I guess if you, if you say that, like if his power, if he gets more power, after he's in that weight now, um, then maybe he'll make in a difference. But I think Bivol's defense, I, I just feel like it's just too good okay. at this weight for him to lose. Uh, I don't think uh, it's going to be a knockout. I think it's going to be a decision again. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was a knockout because it seems like uh, Canelo was also getting uppercut hits on him. That could have, that could have rocked him, um, and also Bevel was getting in shots that could have laid out Canelo. So, in this weight class, it doesn't surprise me if somebody gets knocked out. Um, yeah. He's 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 starting to get up into that weight where one of them hits could lay you out. Um, oh, I agree completely. And that's another thing I wanted to bring up is uh, um, Canelo also at like. He's older now. He's starting to get mm-hmm. in the 32 range when this fight happens. He'll be like closer to 32 than 31. And uh, the chances of getting knocked out are much better. But I also think, like I said, with the upper power and stuff, that he might be able to shake him a little bit. And the reason that I thought Canelo was going to win without a shadow of a doubt is Kovalev. Even though Kovalev was winning the fight when he lost, mm-hmm. when he got knocked out, I felt that he had the power. And I forgot that Kovalev was old. And so I was on me because that's why I just immediately assumed <laughs> Canelo would just crush this guy. Yeah. And no, there was not even a shadow of a doubt. So when I'm like looking at this, I'm like, hey, what? I would have put money on this. Money, <laughs> money on this. I'm like, let's put two grand on this, you know? Yeah. And then uh, now I'll never do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, also uh, this next fight, I'm pretty sure Canelo will be the favorite again. Yeah. So if you put money on Canelo you could, or on uh, Bevel, you could win some money if he does win again. Because uh, I think if you put in 200, I think you got 1,000 off okay. of uh, last night. Or not last night, um, last fight. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if, you, if you're if really feeling it, then, uh, you know, you, it could happen. But, like I said, I do think it's – I don't think it will change much. Um, 
I don't think that it's because Bevel is just dominant. I just it's more about Canelo than it is Bevel okay. at this point. But going off of that, if he does win, do you think he continues to be in this weight class? Canelo? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he wants to fight Triple G at this weight class. He probably go back <laughs> what, what, is he, what is he fighting at right now? 175? Is it 175? 172? Something like that. It's somewhere in there. Yeah. I can go back down to 68 where he fought like, what's his face at? Mm. Caleb Plant. Yeah. I, I feel like that's his that's where he should yeah. be at. I think that's um, Triple G but uh, we said this before. I respect him for doing this kind of stuff because a lot of the fighters now, um, when they see, because we put big emphasis on losses to fighters, so yeah. they don't ever take the chance to get that loss on their resume. Um, and I think it really has to do a lot with Mayweather. If Mayweather never existed, I don't think there would be as big of an emphasis on being undefeated as it is. Yeah. But because he left undefeated, everybody's trying to chase that now. Yeah, I um, think people just see undefeated and think like, oh, that's so good. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it is to a certain extent, but everybody's cool with Canelo even when he has a loss. So, yeah. I mean, that kind of shows that that's kind of crap. Yeah. Uh, in the UFC, no one has an issue with people having a couple losses on the record. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the other thing I would really like to see is instead is just Triple G versus Bevel. <laughs> that would be bonkers. I think so. All right, people might kill me for this, but I do think Triple G is has a stronger. He packs a power more. His power punch is more powerful than I think is Canelo's. Yes. Um. So and he's and what's interesting though is that I think Triple G is closer to Bevel's height. Um, yeah, he's a little bit taller, yeah. Uh, but so I think that would make an interesting fight. I think that he's just better in the pocket. So I think not in the. I don't know how to say this. Like he's better at um, not necessarily countering, but being offensive. And Bivol's kind of a counter puncher mm-hmm. and kind of waits for you every time. And well, so it seemed weird, but he kind of went forward. If if you ever see Triple G and his hooks, like how he. He's he's compact where where when he's when he goes like his body is just going with it yeah. like it is bonkers how crazy he I generates love, I love that power. <laughs> if you if you want like obviously everybody knows who Triple G is but if you just watch him like how he generates power in just a condensed area like you could be like nose and nose with somebody and he'll just generate power and just. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, he, it, he, he got the crazy, like, yeah, I guess that's just a good call out right there. Like, the way that he can just generate an insane amount of power, like, he's a like, yeah, it's just it's just bonkers. Force. So, it, that would be interesting if Triple G wanted to do that. Yeah, um, obviously, they want this fight to happen with Canelo, so who knows yeah. after that? It just uh, it's just sad though, seeing you know, these fighters get older, like, it's yeah. like, ah, oh, man, we're losing, we're losing great ones, you know? Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> Anthony Josh was so young when I was. Watching, <laughs> watching him, and now I'm like, he's like almost 30. Yeah. Um, and then we talked about the UFC last week, um, and we're not gonna talk much about it. It's kind of like to me, it was kind of boring. There was a couple of cool things that happened, like uh, Dustin Poirier got choked out, or not Dustin Poirier, who do you fight? Oh, Justin Gaethje. Yeah, Justin Gaethje got choked out by Alex Oliveira. So and he, he, so does he not have the championship? Is that oh, okay? So, yeah, so he's just there. It's like the Italians in limbo. Um, and then 
So Rose just didn't Rose. look like herself at all. So I don't know what that was about. <laughs> that, she lost that. And then um, what was else? Oh, then Tony Ferguson got kicked in the face by Michael Chandler, which was cool. Oof. Was, Oof. Yeah. Front kicked in the chin. It was, <laughs> it went to sleep, huh? Yes, sir. Oof. And then there's a couple other fights I didn't really pay attention to. So that's kind of the quick breakdown of the UFC. I wasn't really into this one because as soon as Justin Gaethje lost, I stopped caring. Mm. Yeah, um, well, you know, it wasn't it wasn't like high packed um, UFC fight similar to the boxing. It wasn't like star studded where there was people trying to move up in the rankings and stuff like that. It was a bunch of just fights that were there, yeah. um, and then there was main events that happened. So yeah, it, it wasn't was anything too crazy. Like I said, I didn't get a chance to watch the UFC one. Um, so, but I'm I'm a little glad that I didn't because since you told me that I would have been pretty disappointed because the last I think the last pay per view I seen of the UFC I think like every fight was crazy, um and usually if it's not like that then it's not it's not a yeah, great, it's not it's not a great <laughs> but that is pretty much I don't think we have anything else to touch on I yeah. I didn't even know if there was anybody I'll check um here shortly if there was i'll bring it back up if there is anybody coming on tonight um i don't think there is but there might be that i'm worried about yeah so but we're just gonna get into the nba yeah the nba so how much have you been watching have you watched any of it i haven't watched not a nothing Uh, i watch the nba yeah I, i watch it by looking at the scores so here's here's my thing i I'm doing too much stuff to sit down and pay attention play by play of the NBA right now. Like I just, I don't know. I, I just, I just don't have time to put in the three hours it takes for one game to the next one, you know, and it's a best of seven. So you're taking hours out of your day, just watching yeah. these kind of games. Yep. Um, so it's just hard to get, get into that. Yep. Um, so but I've been keeping track on who's winning, who's losing. Um, nobody's winning or losing besides a few teams. So yeah. there's uh, what's interesting. I'll just go through the ones that won so far, and then we'll get into the okay. ones that yep. have a seven game or seventh game. Yep. Uh, so the Warriors beat the, the Grizzlies, the in, Grizzlies. Yeah, in uh, six. Um, and John Morant has been injured for two Two games. games after Jordan yeah. Poole accidentally grabbed his leg. Yeah. Uh, at first, I thought he did it, and it was like, but now, like, looking back on it, he definitely didn't need to. Yeah. But, like. It's just one of them things. Yeah, it's just a basketball move. Well, and, it, it happens. And the one of the things is that they're still young, too. They're a young team, so this is just a learning experience for them. Um, and I can I can only imagine how they're going to be next year yeah. as well. So, I, I think it's going to be fantastic. Um, but it, it was a fight. When I last seen it, I think there were six minutes left, and it was 81-81. Yeah, it wasn't too yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like a blowout, blowout like you would think. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then, and then they kind of the Warriors guy just took off at that point. I think that might just be experience yep. that that happened there, and the loss of John Morant could have been the reason for that as well. Right. But they're going to the West Finals now, um, and they're they're waiting to meet, and what. We'll, the people we're going to talk about here shortly. Uh, the other team that won in six was, was it six or 
It was six. Yeah. Uh, was the Heat. The Heat, Heat. beat the Sixers in six. Uh, Joel Embiid came back for two games. Uh, they won their last one. Um, and then this one, like, I, I didn't know where Joel Embiid was. Didn't know where James Harden was. Like, it was just a... Uh, yeah, let's, let's start by saying Joel Embiid is a walking zombie playing this game right now. Mm-hmm. Got broke. He can't grab anything. Got a broken face. <laughs> so... He's doing what he can. He needs he needs LeBron to pick up or not LeBron. Yeah, Harden. Harden. I'm thinking James. <laughs> he needs Harden to pick up. And Harden's not. Like he put up like eleven points yeah. in the last game. He put up like all of them in the first half. Put up like none in the second. So it's like, come on, dude. Yeah. You gotta do better than that. At, at some point we gotta realize who James Harden is. Yeah. I don't think James Harden Harden is the guy to take over a game anymore yeah. or even be the guy that win gets you to the championship. Yeah, he's, like a, he's like a 2 million. He's back to what he was originally on Golden State. Or not Golden State. On, uh, uh, OKC. OKC. He's a 2 million off the bench guy hmm. to run your second squad. <laughs> That's what he is. Yeah. So, well, so he, 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 I think he had one good game this series, but it's like, man, that kind of just. That's what a, that's what a six man does. Yeah. That's what Lou Will did. <laughs> you know what I'm but uh, yeah, so the Sixers are out. Uh, if you're a Philly fan, trusting the process didn't go well at all. Uh, I, I, like, there's no, nowhere they could go from here. I think they're just going to be this team that is going to be a tough out for a championship team. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, and the one. That I'm gonna talk about next is the one we're actually watching right now. Yep. Is the Bucks versus the Celtics, Celtics, which is going to the seventh game. Um, the Celtics just beat uh the Bucks. I, I think it was a pretty decent win. Um, but what's crazy is that Giannis went for like 40 points and like 20 rebounds. He went off. And he uh, still can't, he can't yeah. do it all, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're they're still down Middleton as well. So um them actually pushing the Celtics this hard. A lot of people had the Celtics winning like in six or five uh, because of Middleton going down because they figured they were just going to build the wall like previous years. Yeah, And Giannis, Giannis, yeah, and just keep him from scoring and that just take the whole team down. But it is a game seven, and usually this is where superstars come alive and get the dubs on these. Um, So we're going to see what Giannis is made of if he wants to be – like considered one of the greats because yeah. after this one, I don't think he's going to have a problem being the heat. I think whoever wins this Celtics bucks series is going to win the East. Mm, you think so? I think, yeah. the heat can, I think the heat are going to win. Okay. I guess, well, I guess. It's too risky. It's too risky. Uh, so the, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think it's not happening tonight. I want to say Saturday? No. Uh, what? I don't Monday, know. I don't Sunday? Know are, maybe tomorrow. I think uh, it might be tomorrow. Maybe I have to. I'll double check that. But we'll we'll see that seven game. See what happens. Like if uh, we'll see if Giannis gets them out of this, or if the Celtics just d him up, right? And come out here with victory. Uh, I think it would be crazy if they get this win. I, I'm I'm pretty excited for this young Celtics team too. Um, I wouldn't be mad about who who wins this one to be honest. Boo Celtics. <laughs> um, so the next the next game that is the seventh, nah, <laughs> the seventh uh, where it's going to a seven game is 
the Suns and the Mavericks. Your boy Luca out here pushing it to get to game seven. Oh, I didn't expect that. I thought this was gonna be over already, but it's a game seven. And you still you still said or you said the Mavericks, so it could turn out to be that way. But the Mavericks are gonna win it all this year. <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens with that. Um the only tough thing though is that for the West, you would have wanted them to end that game in six because the Warriors are getting rest now. Hey. Warriors suck. Uh, Warriors suck. All right. I guess I guess I guess you're going for Warriors. Warriors stank. <laughs> I, I'm worried about it, I guess. Warriors not worried about it. I'm worried about it that they're their older team. And they're getting rest before this next one, while the other one has to battle a, a seventh, a game seven, getting all that energy. And then when they come in, I think the Warriors can steal a game one. There's some knee grabbing cheaters. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens with that, um, and we'll see if uh, Rory's kind of dis- or predictions are right. Hey. All right, to clarify, like I said, I was going to double check to make sure there was anything crazy. Um, the NBA, the set, the game sevens are going to be played tomorrow. Um, just a heads up on that. And there is a fight tonight. Uh, nothing I'm too interested in uh, because I didn't really like his last fight. But uh, Jermel Charlo versus Brian Castano. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're going to be... That's gonna to be tonight. Um, I'll probably just watch the highlights uh, the because uh, is it the second fight? It might be. Is it the one where he lost the last the last last time too? It might be actually. This the rematch. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think we'll depend on depend on how it goes. We'll touch on it next weekend. Okay. Um, and get our thoughts on that. Right. But Rory sent me something mid mid this week. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so there was a announcement that came out. I'm pretty sure it's because of what's coming out this summer. Um, and that was a Cal Bunga collection. It's uh, the NES Turtle games. Um, the arcade, the two arcade games. So it's like the first and second version of the arcade games. Mm-hmm. The first NES game, and I think the second or the super nintendo game or maybe like the something like that yeah there was a there's a couple ones i i don't think i've ever played yeah uh, i played the second arcade yeah so that's I, and i'm pretty sure they're coming out with that that's not coming out until december um so i mean if you got time and that's come right around christmas they're doing a good job on that uh but i'm pretty sure this is coming out because of the shredder's revenge that's coming out this this summer for the switch so you know, I, I'm pretty positive that's the reason why they have this coming out yeah. now. Also, the only one that had the old Ninja Turtle arcade game, I think it was the Switch. If you got the what's the thing called, like the additional pack per yeah, month, something like that. I don't remember. I can't remember exactly, but you get you get all the old Nintendo or Super Nintendo games and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure the Ninja Turtle was on that one. Oh, cool. Um, but also some, I guess, bad news, good news, depending on who you are. The Gotham Knights, I was excited about it coming out. Um, but unfortunately, I'm going to have to wait. 
because they just announced that they're not going to release it on older generation systems. So it's going to be the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series XS. Yeah. So, I mean, the good thing is that the quality is going to be really good or should be really good. If it's not, then they just... They just ruined everybody's they time. Their, uh, they, 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 they quartered their freaking... They have like one quarter of the people on their team. Yeah. And now, yeah, it's, it, they basically just half their audience if they do that for a bad game. I yeah. Um, so, you know, you got to wait until you can get a PlayStation or an Xbox. You know, they're still they're still down and out. Yep. Um, I would say. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I guess we'll just... I, I'll, I'll review it when I review it. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's one of the things. <laughs> if I ever get a chance to get it. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Other than that, like I was wanting to give some video game news. I did recently buy Lego Star Wars. Um, so I've been playing it. I have, Me and my girl played it a couple times, and it's fun. Switch? Yeah. Okay. So we just been messing around. We're like on. We're almost done. Oh. We're on the Death Star now, so we're like kind of getting on the movement. I think they're always fun because when, when you destroy the enemies like they break apart like yeah. legos so i thought that was, it's always fun to do something like that um i didn't even know it was two players like that yes yeah, so me and herb is playing through it and hey. like, she's been, like right now she's ben kenobi because there's only one star wars will i mean lightsaber will other guy mm. so i'm just that's unfortunate to everybody else but yeah I mean, no it's cool because i just transfer through everybody else into okay. the <laughs> uh so it's fun like i it's like uh it's super easy so if you have a kid or something you want to play through star wars kind of get them interested yeah it's a, it's a, I think it's a lot easier than doing like the Mario game. I can't remember what the Mario game is where you got the four players and you're side scrolling. I forget what it is. Super Mario 3D World? Is it World? I don't know. But you play with kids on that, man. You're going to have a hard time unless you're just wanting to mess around that the whole time. Yeah. Um, but on to the finale of the show. Rory finally got to watch uh, Doctor Strange. So this is going to be a little bit of a spoiler cast. So from here on for like the next 10, 15 minutes or so, maybe even 20. No, I don't want you out. So uh, (laughs) spoiler cast, spoilers, Um, spoilers, spoilers. (laughs) Uh, And I'll give it, because I did give it a review, I didn't go into detail, but I will pass it to Rory since he just just freshly watched it. Um, and then you talking about will get my mind back into what was going on in that movie. Okay, so first uh, we saw it on Tuesday, and um, it was good. Like, um, there's a couple things that were weird to me. Like, okay, so I'm gonna say like this movie wasn't like to me. It's not the greatest movie ever, but it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. was good, but to me, it had weird issues. Like, I was told it was kind of supposed to be pretty horrorish before I got in there. I was told Iron Man was in it. Um, oh, I was told, told a few things. Yeah, this is what I was told. But um, <laughs> overall, I'd say the movie was cool. It has trying to do a lot, which is why it's probably why I would say it wasn't so great. It's mm. probably because it was trying to do so much. But to be honest, it's kind of like uh, I don't know how to explain that. I kind of figured it out later on. It just it just made it made one character in the sh- in the movie way too powerful. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But then you think back, oh, well, it has to be once she, only when she gets this one item is she this powerful. So that's why she just yeah. kills Thanos instantly. But I didn't notice that right away. I was just thinking about it, like, oh, this is dumb. <laughs> then that put me up a bunch of points. Because, like, if she was always this powerful, why didn't she do this? Yeah. And then, um, 
I thought it was really cool. I thought like the really like in the commercials they show this one version of Doctor Strange where you think he's gonna be evil, and then the twist with that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then like the the evil the evil Doctor Strange you actually do meet it, it was pretty crazy, like pretty weird. And yeah. how like like you know, how they introduce they show you the in the course of the Illuminati. There's a spoiler cast anyway, but the Illuminati was pretty interesting. So like overall, I thought that was really cool. But I just felt like a lot of times it was just almost like Rick and Morty-esque how easy it was for the villain to kill people. Yeah. Like, she goes through the entire, uh, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> the Illuminati. Illuminati in like, like less than four minutes, maybe? <laughs> it feels like, that way. Like, so, yeah, the the four minutes, it feels like four minutes as in fight, and I think it took up like maybe 15, 20, 15 minutes um, total of screen time. But the fights feel like it was about just four minutes because yeah. then there was a fight between Strange and uh, old boy, the other, the other, uh, I forget what they're called, Wizard Master. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, Mardok, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there, there, it was going in between those kind of fights. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah. uh, that's, uh, <laughs> it was interesting. It was interesting when she just knocked him off so, so handily. Um, but if, so what Rory was talking about with um, her getting this kind of power, um, if you didn't watch the show, you wouldn't know how she got this power. Yeah. Um, so it connects with her show that was on Disney Plus, um, and she became the Scarlet Witch after the show. Um, she was just Wanda before that had this power, um, and then after that she got this kind of demonic person power that's like kind of corrupting her mind and stuff um so yeah that's how she became so powerful but what i would say at the end of the day i don't mind her taking out them so fast besides specifically one person i don't like how she took out uh, the Captain Marvel of that universe so handily because Captain Marvel, even with her as Scarlet Witch, is supposed to be pretty much close like to the same level. Pretty, yeah, pretty much close to the same level as Scarlet Witch. Um, and she handled her. They made it prolong it, but it was never really that long because yeah. she kind of just knocked her out of the picture while she can handle uh, Captain Carter. Um, and then she came back and then she got handled again. Yeah. Um, so it, it didn't look like that Scarlet Witch was ever in threat. And I think that's the that's why you had a problem until you found out that like, you know, she had this overwhelming power. Yeah. But it is still a problem that you have this character. And this is a character, this is the reason why Rory dislikes some anime sometimes, is when there's a such a overwhelming power on one side. It just doesn't make it as interesting because it's like, what can the other side really do yep. to yeah. compete against this? It's always going to be like some sort of like ass pole, as much as a, I, that's the best way to describe mm. it, you know. And and, and uh, come to find out, somebody didn't like how the ending, how she actually got defeated um, at at, our, at your old job, my job, um, didn't like how uh, the children's is the reason why. Who was that? Uh, Zach. Okay. Yeah. So, but I told him I didn't really mind it because it it was building up to that. Um, he thought that it was building up to something more clim- cl- climatic. Yeah. Um, but 
the whole thing was about getting her children. And then like you've seen scenes where she's like, I wouldn't, I would never hurt them and stuff like yeah. that. So I, I already knew when she seen the kids, like I knew how it was going to go. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't anticipating there yeah. to be some crazy big fight. Well, what's, what's wild to me is that's not even the, the like the poll that I didn't like. The ending part that I personally didn't like was the America Child yeah. part. Because like the whole entire time, you could have just told her she didn't just believe in herself and she could have done it. <laughs> and you would have not wasted all of this time yeah. and she could have just ran on her own forever from it. Um doesn't make any sense it's like just zero sense it's just zero sense at all so uh anyway so that's all i want to say yeah. about that that was to me the worst part of the movie and that dropped it a grade so for me i would say it's like a b b plus like probably somewhere in like the like an eight maybe like a that's seven and a half yeah. eight and and the only reason i say i think the, the graphics are awesome like the whole thing it's funny it's got cool scenes it has this like who to believe who not to believe mm. It makes you realize that, like, it tells you that whole, like, um, how do I explain it? The morality of heroes and how after a long period of time, sometimes killing someone may be better than just, like, letting him live and to, to become the villain or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. You try that with other people. And for me, with that happening, it uh, it shows that, like, when, like, it shows that, like, morality to he heroes that you don't really get to see much they're usually just always so good like we mm -hmm. can't do this and they're talking about that one place where all those people <laughs> got killed yeah and they're like oh they destroyed this whole city and all this but they're like <laughs> they tried their best you know and yeah. then now they're just i don't know it's just really weird to me yeah personally. i i also agree on what you're saying um zach zach uh, actually liked her part i actually that's where it threw me off. I actually didn't like the character at all, to be honest. I think if you would have had her out of this yeah. um, and put more into Doctor Strange, mm -hmm. I think this would have been a lot better movie. But I understand the storyline they was going with. Obviously, you have to have her. And then for future um, Marvel things, you have to have her. The only problem I have is that it felt like so that the Chavez part, I think that was the biggest part for me was the end because her big climatic kind of fight scene seemed underwhelming to me. Yep. Even when she did believe in herself, I was like, so she's taking her on and she's pretty much just like, <laughs> I don't know. Like she's just, she's, she's almost like the little strange ring where you can like swoosh them into a different platform. That's pretty yeah. much all she did at, at, at the end of the day. Um, yeah, and then open the portal, and then the kids seen her and stuff like that. I just maybe I'm missing some. I don't know much about her, so maybe her powers is better than what I'm thinking. I just don't like her as a character myself. The thing is, in the and there's not very many people who can travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why her powers. Yeah, yeah. the only that, reason it is is because it's not like it's like three or four like they can do the whole entire. Mm -hmm. Thing. So that's the, that's yeah. literally the strictly the yeah. yeah, I understand why that's important because they're in that kind of time frame yeah. now. Everybody's in the multiverse kind of thing. So I understand that she has to be somewhere, but it's frustrating because this is not. Oh, what is her name? America Chavez? Is that her? Yeah. Uh, this is not America Chavez into the multiverse. This yeah. is Doctor Strange Madness. Of the no. multiverse, and no. it just feels like he was a sidekick that whole movie. It, it, it's it's the it's the wokeness 
put into it almost in a sense. Like I get that she's there, but she's supposed to be there as like that part. Like she opens the hole and Doctor Strange pushes her through. Mm. You know, that's how Iron Man gets it. Like Popper Pops is a part of it, but she doesn't get the win. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like for me, it just gets annoying in a certain point. And you can see it's gonna be the exact same thing in Thor and Love and Thunder. And it's just like I get it. I get making like oh, I don't know how to say it. I don't want to be rude, but I get like I get like you want to make you guys seem woke in a sense of making this character powerful. I like her being in the movie. Yeah, she's cool. But I think the way they make her like almost from nothing to something so immediate to be like the super powerful character that's gonna yeah. like pop into the universe and then the next big fight like when they're fighting Galactus or whatever <laughs> and she just teleports in and punches him into another realm where yeah. he becomes smaller and they become bigger or something like you punch <laughs> him harder something like that would bother me that's the only thing yeah. I would have to say about it so yeah that and that's the but you get you understand where they're going it's not like we're confused on why they're doing what they're doing I, I understand where they're going with it I just feel like this movie could have been so much better if there was more scenes like the scene where um, Scarlet Witch got trapped into the mirror um, and then she started like throwing things into the mirror and then those sharp things were coming at her. Yeah. If there was more things where she was fighting Doctor Strange in that kind of sense, yeah. I just think it would have been so much better because I think they're they're making Doctor Strange more underwhelming than what he should be, I feel. I think his power is so fantastic that the the power he has is so unique that I think it would have just shined better in this movie um, instead of hers him seeming seeming like this guy that's just running and running and running, never fighting, just trying to get her away from Scarlet, and then eventually getting her to a point where hey, you're the strongest one here, you're the only one that can help us now. Yeah. Um, so, and that, and it just threw me off because it's like, all right, I'm not watching anything that says like, I don't know, Captain America versus Iron Man, the, the little civil war movie. This isn't Avengers. This isn't like, uh, Thor Ragnarok and stuff like that. This is like, this is Dr. Strange yeah. and he, he feels like just the back yeah, backdrop or something. And yeah. it, it just frustrated me. And that's why I gave it. Uh, eight. I understand if somebody gave it a 7.5. That's the biggest problem I had with this movie is that he just didn't feel like it was his movie. Yeah, no, I get much. you on that. And the other thing with that too is like you, like for example, Lo Thor Love and Thunder is coming out. If it's about Star-Lord the whole time and Star-Lord gets the last kill and Star-Lord does all the stuff, you're going to be like, whoa, I thought this was <laughs> Thor. Yeah. You know, this is the send-off to Thor. <laughs> Not the send-off to Star-Lord. So like that would be like, well, weird. But so that's the only reason I say something about it is like, it's, I get what you're saying there. And like, it almost seemed like it wasn't to introduce. And I think this is what these are. It's the mm -hmm. introduction to the next group of the yeah. Avengers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So each one of these guys and all these new movies coming up are going to be introducing the next version mm -hmm. of them. Uh, yeah. And I think it's like a five year process or something like that. That's going on right now. Um, especially because Blade isn't coming out until two years and he's supposed to be a part of their little, group, yeah. group um, with the Black Knight and stuff like that. But yeah, it just it's just it's just sad to see when when they did something like that. Um, it's uh, but like you said, it's not like I'm over here putting it down, but it's not like it's, a great, it's a great movie. It is a it's a great movie, but it's not like something where it's like 
go. Yeah. I have to go back to theaters just to watch this because it was that great. Yeah, like, like I'm not mad that like I didn't get to see it the day one and be stuck in all out crowd. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. That's what, and like I really would rather like now looking back on it, I probably want to see the Norseman more than watch mm-hmm. that. You know, mm-hmm. so that's just one you, of the situations. Yeah, and and pretty much just how you said, we've seen how it goes. The Thor Ragnarok that brought in uh, Hulk, so the Hulk was in there, but. You never felt like this wasn't Thor's movie, and that's why I mean when it's like no, when me. it's their movie, yeah. Make them the person that or beat the crap out of Hulk. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying like he did that, and then like every time the Hulk was in there or the Valkyrie was in there, like they under like it made it understood that this is Thor's journey to becoming the the thunder god yes sir um for the avengers movie obviously because he had to be strong for that yeah. but like it just it just did so much better in making it like all right we're coming to see thor and we're getting thor he's okay. not just some guy off to the side helping out the other characters yeah, come along one of the strong guys like you know what i'm saying you don't have that many of the strongest characters left yeah you know you well i mean you do but like vision's pretty much gone at that point mm-hmm. you just have like who else is really strong? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Dr. Strange, which we find out it's not that strong. <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, it's just one of those situations where I hope they don't do something like that with, I know uh, there's going to be that one lady becoming like, like Thor yeah. as well. So I'm wondering I'm, what will yeah. happen there. I just hope she doesn't just steal the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually interested to see, because the commercial actually looked good, Um, because I like the whole dress, the, not dress, the, the design of it. Um, so whoever's the designers of that, of the, the costumes and stuff like that, they're doing great because it is called Love and Thunder. And when you see Thor, you do get that 80s, 70s, 80s. yeah, rock star type of feel with his curly hair. His, his little vest that yeah, he's wearing. Yeah. Yeah, he just gives the vibe of like a... Like a dude who might have really like who drove a Camaro, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, pretty much just going back in time in those days. Um, that's pretty much how it feels. And I'd like that the the title is matching what <laughs> what we're seeing on the screen. So I'm super excited for that one. Um, I think I'm gonna see a few movies um that I don't know if Rory's gonna see. What are you um, gonna try to see? I'm gonna go see the Top Gun 2. Okay, nice. I'm gonna go see the Norseman. I'm gonna try to take my girl yeah. this weekend. Uh, so I think it comes out this weekend. Top Gun Two. Uh, it looks really good. I think it looks better than the first one, but I'm gonna have to see. I like planes. Yeah. I, have no issue. Um, I have no interest in planes. Oh my god, yeah. a little lame. But all right, so I think we got both gonna. That's kind of it. We got to both have a movie review next week. Mm-hmm. You got your movie. I got mine. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess uh, that'll be it. I don't think yeah. there's anything crazy going on through the week. We'll see what happens, yeah. and then we'll bring it up yeah, next I'm weekend. Try. I'm, I'm kind of getting my schedule down at work, so I'm trying to get back into watching stuff. So once I get back into that, I'll uh, be more reviews and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But other than that, uh, this was We Should Have Outgrown It. Peace. Later.